0: everybody welcome back to advanced kayak angler i appreciate you tuning in as always hopefully you you all had a good fourth of july i know mine was fun and this weekend got a couple new trophies won the uh akat alabama kayak anglers tour here um it was on lay Lake, pretty much my home lake which is terrible right now i made a post about that i've never seen lay lake look worse even though the grass is beautiful beautiful the Bassmaster elite series here was not too long ago and they said how bad it was and It really is. It's in a bad way right now. Um, But yeah, and got third in the Iron City kayak anglers event. So that's fun. Um, So this week doing rain gear. I know y'all may be thinking, because I thought same thing. Why is he doing rain gear in the summer? Because I know me and I'm here in the South. I don't work. Like it rained. It stormed really bad this weekend. Everybody had to get off the water for a little bit and kind of hide. Had to hide underneath somebody's, uh, you know, their back porch that kind of snuck up there um but yeah so rain gear the best part about thinking about a show in the summer for rain gear is that this is whenever it's the cheapest every now and then i'll see a post and people will wait till they get soaked you know their gear sucks and if your gear sucks you've already lost tournaments over and i really think like there's a lot of things that can kind of those plus factors to being better on the water But, man, rain gear and cold weather gear are some of the best. And maybe we'll do a show later. I've never worn the uh, actual, like, wetsuit, dry suits, things like that. Uh, Just not really a need so much here for maybe a month here. But I might only get on the water once during that time. So it's usually not too bad. Uh, Obviously, it's something that would be great to have. But it's hard to justify the price of it. But rain gear, you can get the light stuff, you can get the heavy stuff. So we're going to talk about that. Now we've got some people who've been around for a while, so uh, they should definitely have some some good input on it. So I'll bring everybody on. Mark Edwards, Susie Roloff, and Marty Hughes. How you all doing?
1: doing Thanks for having us on.
0: Heck yeah, I appreciate you all being on. And Mark and Marty, you all just got back from the Bassmaster event, huh?
2: Yeah, that was awesome, man. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, there's a ton
1: of fish up there. I just drove seven and a half hours today.
0: Yeah. Dang.
2: I, I drove Sorry. back last night. Yeah, oh, I drove right.
1: seven hours last night after the tournament, took a break, and then drove another seven. So. Oh,
2: okay. Well, <laughs> you got me on that one.
0: I appreciate you all being on so close to the event. I know it's tough. It's, it's a Monday right now. Um, I've always went out. There's so many events up there. I never go. I don't know why. Susie, you ever been up there? You're not too I far have. Huh? I've
3: been up to the yeah. cross a couple of times. So yep. Yeah. It uh it can be kind of intimidating, not gonna lie. I mean, there's there's a lot of water that you can cover up in
0: that area. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll talk about that another show, I guess. But the um but I guess first we'll talk about what are some not necessarily brands yet, but what are some things that you're looking for in rain gear slash, like, everything, let's say, dry suit on from, like, any kind of rain gear or that kind of rain gear slash cold weather gear? What what are some things that you're looking for? I'll say, number one, the, the big one is, like, double layer on the crotch. You have a zipper, and then there'll also be, like, another Because, <laughs> man, you don't want... You know, you don't want to get if you're going to get soaked, you don't want to start off getting soaked right there like it's a uh, so get two layers of protection over the zipper. That's man over the crotch area. That's number one. And you definitely i have had one before where the zipper went the wrong way. It's like it made it difficult to relieve yourself. Uh, yeah, that's so I would want the zipper to go in a way that makes to get yourself out, you know of the elements but uh so zipper over the crotch double layer that's my man that's a big one mark me as Gore-Tex it's got I mean Gore-Tex is
1: the key element to quality rain gear with any brand that you see I mean if if it doesn't have Gore-Tex in it I don't think it's quality and to a certain extent I mean you can I guess you can um, so the brands. I mean, we don't want to talk about brands right no, now. But I've used several different one. brands, and actually, I don't even have a matching combo. And I've used it I for several years time. just because yeah. it's so it's so expensive. Once you buy a, you know, I it was several years ago. I, I bought a Sims. Uh, I think it's called a guide guide suit or or something. It's it was an ugly yellow collar, and I believe they didn't sell it. It was at a local kayak shop and I bought it for half off. You know, it was a $450 jacket. I bought it for 225 It was a good deal at the time. So, and I love it. It's a Sims gear thing, it is great. But um, I had different bibs and uh, they, they leaked. Like I had several different bibs and they leaked. And so, um, while I'm with fishing online, I, I ended up. Getting a striker brand uh bibs. i've heard about
0: their stuff you, you like
2: it
1: <laughs> yeah i really love their bibs but they don't carry it anymore i don't know what happened there oh, i don't think they're i was actually going to get a matching outfit and you know kind of look normal instead of being two different collars out there but the, yeah but the striker brand bibs have been great they're a lighter weight suit because um you you really i think with kayak and you want a lighter weight suit I wear yeah. waiters instead of a in in the winter time. I, around here I, I just got out of the waiters like a month ago, really. Um so so I'm already real hot down there, so I got a lightweight if but but my waiters ain't chest waiters or like waist waiters, so I gotta have the bibs up to keep that midsection because whatever you have you gotta make sure you covered up the midsection because in the past I've had stuff come in. From the jacket mm-hmm. you know gotcha. we're both of meat, but but I, I would say um having a gore tex is is the key the several different brands i've had and 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 the striker brand i've had the bibs for going on four years now and they're still good so and the sims jackets it's probably five years old ugly but it works <laughs>
0: Susie, how, how about you? I know, uh, I think it was still whenever I was with Pal and Finn that we talked about. Had you and I don't remember the other lady it was on, with you. It might have been Christine where I had never thought, I had honestly never thought about it where women trying, I'm not trying to make this weird, like you're trying to relieve yourself, which it's, I, I, I truly do think about that show all the time, like. I would think, man, if I was a woman, I wouldn't be drinking coffee in the morning. I'd be worried about. <laughs> I don't
3: uh, on tournament days for that yeah. specific reason because I mean, yeah. yeah, like you think it's hard enough for a lady to go like in the summertime. Think about it when we have you know like three layers on when it's cold outside. It's it's a little tricky. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to kind of start from like the simpler side for people mm. who might be, you know new into the sport, you know, who are like, oh, rain gear, you know, what should I start looking for? So, the most important thing when you're looking for rain gear is there's basically two types. There's water resistant and there's waterproof. So, there's technically two different ratings and there's an easy way that you can test your current rain gear and any rain gear that you're going to try on to see which is weather weather, or water resistant and waterproof. And the way to do that is to basically like, you're going to blow through it. So you just, if any air gets through, that is water resistant. If any air cannot get through, that is a hundred percent waterproof. And so that's like, the basic simplicity of kind of how I tell people to, uh, you know, differentiate dif- differentiate between waterproof and water resistant. I mean, oh. if you want to stay 100% complete dry and you don't want to go out and spin an arm and a leg, I mean, yeah, you can go to Walmart and buy your, you know, plastic poncho type thing or whatnot, you know, Those might be good, you know, for the warm summer days and whatnot. Yeah, you're you're
0: you're going to sweat in those. (laughs) You're
3: going to sweat in them and everything, yeah, by all means, but you're going to stay bone dry. However, you know, in this sport, you know, you want something for the longevity, you want something for the comfort, and you might also want something for warmth, you know, and for uh, bulking up, for layers, you know, for multi-different purposes. So for me, when I first started out, I actually didn't know some of the differences between, you know, water resistant and waterproof. And so the very first time I went out kayak fishing, and it wasn't like exactly a downpour, but it was kind of like a light drizzle all day, kind of like that annoying kind of rain. And I like soaked through after like the first hour. I was just miserable. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I thought I got good rain gear. I didn't exactly spend you know, like a pretty penny or anything, by all means. I just, you know, went to like, uh, I think it was like a, a big R or something like that at the time. They've all changed and everything. It might be like a fleet farm or something like that um, to some of you guys. But, uh, you know, after looking into it now, you know, I was like, okay, I, I think I actually need to do some good research. And I'll kind of agree with Mark. Um, you know, Gore-Tex is, uh, is actually a pretty good Um, material slash brand, in a sense, there's a lot of different brands that'll incorporate uh, the Gore-Tex technology, in a sense. Um, The gear that I currently use, and it's mainly for kind of like my colder weather fishing, I can layer up in it and whatnot. I can either just use the coat if I want to, I can use the just the bibs if I want to and use like a lighter coat. Um, I use the uh, the Bass Pro. I think it's like the 100 mile an hour vortex. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've had it for you know quite a few years or whatnot, and it's been pretty solid. And also, kind of like the double whammy with it too is uh, it's also kind of like a um, like a wind protector as well. Um, so like if you know you've got wind and rain. Um, you've got, you know, the protection from both of those elements as well. So,
0: uh, and, but before my current suit, I had the hundred mile per hour bib for 10 years and it, mm-hmm. it lasted, it fit really well. You know, I'm heavier, but it, uh, like it, it felt, it, it was always loose fitting, felt great, like, you know, zipped all the way up on the sides, up on the legs. So it was easy to take in and out. Definitely a, you know, quality suit for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. That would kind of be uh, definitely my my best input. But again, um, you know, primarily for cold, uh, your cooler and colder weather temperature. Um, For my kind of warmer temperatures, um, honestly, I haven't really gotten anything other than just uh, I've gotten like the El Cheapo Frog Tog. Kind of just like raincoat because most of the time, anything that's happened in the summertime is a quick twenty-minute downpour, and then it's done. And you know, you take it off, and then by the time you think about it, you know, you're kind of already dried off, or sun's coming out, or whatnot. Or sometimes, you know, if it's a crazy storm, you're thinking about getting off the water before it even hits, type of thing. So. Uh, most of the time in the summertime, I'm not usually thinking about like a lighter weight summer gear because I don't know the way our weather has been the last like five six years. It's been really weird. It's like spring will kind of come in, it'll be kind of cold, and then it'll get really warm, and then we won't have rain for two months, and then yeah, it's it's really weird sometimes. But.
0: And and we're we're really spread out. Mark, you're in West Virginia. Marty, you're in Nebraska, right? I'm in Tornado Alley. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sus- Sus- Susie, you're in Illinois, right? I'm
3: in Illinois. Yeah. Part and I'm of the Midwest,
0: So yeah, kind of spread out here too. H- how about you, Martin? Well,
2: my my rain gear is a bridge or a boat dock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
2: I actually have done that many, many times. Um, That's old school. I've done
3: the boat dock before. I've totally school, done yeah. the boat dock.
2: Um, you know. They'd say that it's not safe during lightning, but I, you know what? I've never been hit yet. So I laughed, knock on wood. But also, I said I've never hit a deer either, and I did three weeks ago. So mm. oh, that, that destroyed the bassmobile. Anyway, um, I'm going to say though uh, uh, for rain gear, I'm going to say it from a different lens too, because not only from the rain, but also, you know, as you're, you're pedaling or paddling, or if you got a motor you're going through the water, you're getting splashed on by waves, even on when there is no rain. And so I, I did get out my dry bag. I keep a dry bag with, with uh, two things. And oh, I want to tell a quick story first though. Yeah, please. This is, this is uh, about 20 something years ago, kayak fishing. And uh, I thought that, you know, I was a surfer kid, California, you know, Southern California beach guy, and I had my wetsuit. And so i thought you know cold water i'll just wear my wetsuit and it was a short one so i wore that when i kayak fished and when it wasn't very nice out so i didn't matter if i got wet or not but and this is in nebraska by all means mm-hmm. now that per- one particular day it's a hailstorm hit and of course back then your kayaks were light enough that you could I laid on the beach and I laid it on top of me because there was nothing to hide from that day. So I laid the kayak on top of me while the hailstones hit it and not me. So there's there's some there's some rain gear for you too. So this that's old school stuff. Now let's get to the this is what I wear, coca-tat waiter pants.
0: Ooh, These are right.
2: best buy ever. And I've Damn. been wearing them now, I don't I don't know how many years. Uh many, many years. And of course, the bottoms have the toes in them and stuff, and and so what I do is I wear these from like, you know, up here when we start in March when the ice out hits, and you know, and then I'll wear them clear up until May sometimes depending on when spring and summer, depend you know, what they're going to make their move. Uh, and, and then also in October, November, sometimes December. So I wear these, even though I may not have other rain gear on because, you know, you catch a fish, you net it, you bring it in, you got water pouring over you. And then, so I stay dry this way. And then I wear uh, some water shoes over the top, and I and my socks stay absolutely dry. I wear the warm socks inside that, inside of these, and so I stay really dry. And then to to make sure, because these are kind of worn out, I take that waterproof spray and I spray them and stuff too to make it even better. Um, but I stay really dry with these uh, for a lot of purposes, and that's even launching my kayak. I might walk in the water a little bit to get my kayak in there, and a lot of guys launch from their trailers. I just like walk in the water and do it that way. Um, so that's one way. Another thing is um I just wear a I have you know, I've got a deal with Bass Pro, so I wear Bass Pro stuff and and uh, I have a bone dry raincoat and you wanna get a hood that kind of goes over your head a little bit because otherwise it's gonna drip down in you. But yeah. one most important thing, and I you know, there's all kinds of rain gear. we know that. But one thing you want to make sure of is if that you have these little neoprene sleeves inside because when, yeah. you, when you go like this, the water goes down in your arms, and somehow it's going to get your crotch. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Double cuffs yeah. where yeah. the neoprene, and then you yeah. cinch it down, then you have a second cuff, and it yeah. keeps
2: the water out, especially yeah. for paddling. So, That's like key. And you know, in in the in the south, when it rains. You know, like like I was in Dominican Republic last, last fall. It, when it rains there, it, it doesn't get cold. In Nebraska, it might as well be snowing when it rains, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it gets so cold, right? Am I right? It's just, Susie, where you're yeah. at? And so, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you so I, this has a little bit of a layering in it, you know, to keep mm-hmm. a little bit warmer, too, as well. And in a hot day, you are going to sweat a little bit. But one thing to, you know, to for double strength, is I'll wear this stuff, plus I'll put the El Cheapo poncho over the top of me, you know. And one, one time I was in a blizzard while I was kayak fishing, and, I, and that really helped me not get, you know, cold cold as fast because it broke it breaks the wind as well. Now, does it get in the way when you fish? Yeah, but you know what? When it's blizzarding and raining, you're probably not fishy, but you're trying to find a place to go go get warm again. But that's kind of what I do. And then the other thing, though, little things like having a bag of extra clothes in your truck or your car, yeah, you change into, because once you get wet, I mean, hypothermia can set in even in the in the spring. Um, so <laughs> I, I always have, you know, something ready to, and yeah, and always have extra socks. I was a, I was a high school football coach, and we played, you know, into November, and so the boys always had to have an extra pair of socks. And it, when it got cold, we'd change at halftime and get warm. because if your feet get cold, you're screwed.
3: You're done.
2: You know, yeah. And uh so um another thing I I put the little foot warmers inside the coca pants if it's cold out too, you know, stuff like that. So that's I mean, I'm pretty simple, old schoolish, I guess, but that's how I do it.
0: Don't and don't do uh, hand warmers. i put those like I'll carry yeah. some in the in a kayak and break yeah. them and you know yeah. if i need more to warm up a little bit yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Can help. Now on that on that what i do is i have like two in each pocket this is like november two in each pocket and i have a dry rag and so you know gloves will help for so much but if your hands get wet they, they're going to get cold so i just keep drying my hands off and do, using the hand warmers and fishing and that works pretty oh. good and and I've been, i bet i tinker with i've like, i've had like 20 pairs of gloves because i'm trying to find the perfect pair and i haven't found it yet Mm
0: -hmm. i was going to ask that too like i find
2: yeah i've
0: had that all i've had a couple of different ones i don't know how much money i've spent and it seems like i'll use them going somewhere and then leaving but i don't i just i don't wear them while i'm fishing because they're not very functional to me even ones that are supposed to be good Uh, have y'all found any that
2: work I've, i've got one pair that are really good but they're not here with me here right now but they they work really well um, and they even have the, the touchpad thing for your phone that it, it works with, with those on. Do, do you know what they are? I uh, They're in my truck, I think. Well, one of my trucks. I don't know which one. Uh, <laughs> but I, well, one thing, I should have brought it in. I have a bag in my truck right now that has, you name it, in it. You know, it has the hand warmers. It has extra pair of gloves. It has a has a towel. It has extra clothes. Um, it has, I even have uh, bibs. Like, I have not, I don't know where, Bib waiters, but I have like the bibs to keep you warmer. Um, Uh It's like ice fisherman, and and it has batteries. It has it's like a kit, you know, but it's gigantic bag, and and it's got uh, uh, buffs in it. You know, you name it, it's got it in it. And I even have an extra pair of sunglasses that are prescription in it. Everything that I would think I would need, you know. So a lot of people they take off and they don't think of those things, and that's where they get in trouble, you know. um, but I wish I I don't maybe I can find them here. Uh, I mean I can't find them right now. It's awesome. No,
0: it's it it's fine. I just uh, didn't know if you knew the brand or not. No, like I got it. them on. Uh,
2: you know when <laughs> when you type in fishing gloves, it's on your Facebook page for days. So that's how I found them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And you do it once, and you'll get it for a month. You know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So and and anything else we missed? any other kind of I, I definitely like the pants if you're going to use a bib uh but also the coca-tent waders i mean i that yeah. sounds like great eye. those yeah. are like pure dry but the yeah. on my bibs i like them cuz they zip all the way up to the side so it's easy yeah. to get the boots on and off i yeah, i like that.
2: and 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 also i mean i got i'm old i'm pretty old so i mean i got to pee about every 10 minutes to kayak i don't know why especially if i drink coffee so i just pull them down and pee up you know so I mean, I don't care who's around. I just go pee. But that's right. You know, but uh, I don't have the double zipper or anything like that. But I don't get wet. I just go. I mean, I just go, and, and it's all right. It's all good. So. There you
3: go. I'm just waiting for the brand to have the back to front zipper. Yeah. And then I'll be I'll be invested a hundred percent in that. Yeah. Until yeah. then, yeah. you know, just just gotta make it.
2: <laughs> no, I, I will say too. Uh, Dan, is that I push the limits with, I used to have a dry suit and they say how important it is, but man, I got claustrophobia in it, so I couldn't Mm. wear it. And I I ripped the neoprene sleeves and stuff on them. So I dressed in the layers and I figure, okay, I got my life jacket on and and I got a flow plan. I got five minutes to get out. So when it gets really cold, the water's high thirties. I don't, I don't venture out on a real big lake. I just don't do it.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, But and I and usually have somebody with you or you're you're you just you got to be really careful. I've had four saves in kayaks where somebody almost drowned, and and uh, two of them were in 40 degree water, and they were wearing shorts and a t-shirt on a nice day, you know, and that and no life jacket. So you know, it's just that there's so much of that there. So this stuff like this is really good to let people know that you know, mm-hmm. we get. Like you know, we've got like us here. We've probably gone fishing so much we take we take for granted what could happen. Damn. You know, things are good. You know, like the other day the Mississippi River, I found rapids. You know, yeah. and, and if I would have turned sideways, I would have probably tipped over. You know, um, on it or got stuck or something. But you never know when when or or you take a big boat that comes by and they can they can tip you real easy, um, and and get wet. So. We gotta, you know, you gotta just dot your eyes and cross your t's when you're doing this, and, and think ahead a little bit, because lo- a lot of people don't. They just go, and they think that they're no, they're they're not they're what do you call it invincible when they get out there because they've got an eye pilot.
0: You know? Yeah, I, I I was fishing this weekend and got high sided by an underwater stump and just yeah, hit yeah. Me just perfect where I was yeah. stuck on it. Yeah, and you know, I, I mean, whenever I first, whenever I ran up on it in my hobby up, I mean, it it got yeah. close to tipping me over. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that could happen in the winter, just just yeah. like that, and then you're swimming, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm my second year kayak, and I, every time I'd get in a kayak, I'd pray make sure I wouldn't flip, you know, just for safety, because I was nervous in it. I wasn't comfortable, and but I liked the competition of the tournaments and stuff. And we had a tournament on the South Branch of Potomac. It's five hours away from my house. Even though it's a club tournament, I still went to it. And uh, I, I look at the gauges and stuff, but I didn't really look at the average and what it was now. I knew it was way high. And um, I just fished off the bank all day. I had one day of practice, and I fished off the bank. And I was kind of like, I pick an area, and I'm just going to put in and like fish an area. You know, not, like, do a float or anything. And um, I just kept, you know, just going down the river, and I found this hole, and I was like, I'm going to put in here just to waste the rest of the day out. And I got in the river and turned over, Mm. and uh, I thought I wasn't going to make it. It was nasty. And I didn't have the proper... It was April, a real warm day. It was, like, in its high 70s, but the water was probably in the low 60s or something. And I guess I was in the water for... Was seen like 10 minutes, but it was probably more like four or five. And my kayak got stuck. I couldn't bring it back to the bank. My anchor had fell out, and it was hung. So I couldn't get my kayak back, and I couldn't touch bottom. And I had a couple rods in my hand, so I just, heck with the gear, save yourself, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. anyway, I got. I was fortunate enough to get the kayak back later on. A jet boat come up the river, but it, it's not it's not good. You know, I mean, I really thought I wasn't going to make it. So, um, but luckily, like Marty said, I had, I had dry clothes in the truck and stuff. And,
2: and, and one thing you guys can do, people are listening is if you do get wet, strip yourself down, get in your vehicle and turn the heater on and get yourself dried off. Don't, don't stand outside. Cause I, one of my sons actually fell in the water when we first started kayak fishing and I took him on a, it was a nice day out. So I took him on a picnic table stripped him down and he laid on that pick table in the sun and he got his, his lips started turning purple and like man this was getting pretty critical. And this is back when I was like first starting out, you know. Cause I would fish uh in Nebraska I had a lake that I fished that was fed by springs and I would fish in January for largemouth bass with a crankbait, you know, in a, in a and half the lake was frozen. And I'd fish there all winter. I prayed for snow days at school so I could go fishing <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was but anyway no that's that, that'd be something and by the way uh Chad Davison you guys know him
3: yeah, Missouri? yeah.
2: he has his own line of gear and yeah. i asked him recently uh about his um rain gear and it is uh the dungarees site dungarees.com and it's called the defender loose fit heavyweight bib and anyway he's he says he stays really dry with that gear that he wears and so I thought I'd get that, too, just to have some more, you know, because he he down in Missouri, you know, you get those quick storms down there, too. And he's he's got his video footage of him staying, uh, you know, bone dry when he's out there. So um, that's something that people can look at, too. But, you know, it's whatever is going to, you know, fit your need and where you're at, because some of us live in the south, some of us in the north and some of us, you know, where there's monsoons and things like that. But. Um, and then yeah. the other thing is hailstorms. Like you saw the the video in Missouri there of those hailstones. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah that happened here too. My house was pretty much destroyed on the outside here a couple months ago, and we're still trying to get it fixed. But wow. you know, like I said, I've been caught in them before, and so you you always look for a way out if you know the weather's going to get bad, mm-hmm. and have have an app that's reliable that you can get to quick and see like I have one app called windy and it shows lightning strikes. And so if I see lightning strike within a few miles, I'm gone. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I don't mess with lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Now I'll kind of stress too with Marty. Um, kind of like one of my big focuses after my second year of uh, getting into the kayak fishing world is, uh, after I experienced, uh, the death of the kayak angler, <laughs> which I'll get to in, here in a second. Um, but, uh, You know, with uh, kayak safety, um, just in general, is um, always have a backup plan, regardless of how experienced you are. And Mm. always, always, always let somebody know where you're going, Mm. you know, let them know your plan, you know, or just keep it simple, you know, say, hey, if I'm not back home, or if you don't hear back from me by this time contact me. If you don't hear back from me within this many minutes or whatever, come searching for me. You know, I mean, maybe my phone went in the water. I could have tipped over. I could have had a heart attack. Who who knows? You know, worst case scenario type things like that, but come up with a plan. Let people know where you're at, you know, have these things set up in place and just have them part of your daily process. You know, because like any time I go fishing at Banner, even though it's a 20 minute drive and me and my husband share a app called Light 360.
0: Yeah, we, as, I was going to say we have it, too. Yeah, Yeah,
3: as long as I'm in a good cell signal, Adam can always can see where I'm at, you know, and I'll still tell him I'm like, hey, here. Um, I've even taken him to the places where I go. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to this entrance and I'm going to this spot. This is where I showed you, you know, blah, 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 blah type of thing. You know, I'll just say, hey, yep, I'm going to the first entrance, second entrance, whatever, whatever, blah, 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 you know. And then most of the time I'll say, yep, I'm loading up and heading home type of thing. And so, you know, we've established that, you know, even if you're not married or whatever, if you have like a Facebook friend or somebody like that, just say, reach out and say, hey, I'm going to go fishing at this lake. Uh, Can you be my check-in buddy? I'd be more than happy to be your check-in buddy, man. Like I'm all for that. You know, safety is just like. It is mm-hmm. so important.
2: Yeah, like, absolutely. Your life oh,
3: yeah. is just a hundred percent worth it.
2: Um, yeah, I'll be right back. I get something. I'll show you. <laughs> the
3: uh, The story um, that kind of got me really geared up about uh, kayak safety and everything um, was uh, so um, my technically my was it my first full year? No, my second year of kayak tournament fishing in a sense, uh, was in September of 2015, I believe. Yeah, and uh, it was a uh, salmon tournament up in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. And uh, it was actually a pretty nice day. It was maybe 70 or something like that. And, uh, but you gotta remember, Lake Michigan is still kind of cold in September. It's mm-hmm. usually the weekend after Labor Day. So it was probably still 60s, you know, but I mean, still 70 degree day. I mean, there was guys who were out in shorts and a t-shirt. You know, I mean, yeah, they were kind of risking it, you know, if something were to happen or whatnot. The wind, it kind of kicked up a little bit. And uh, this uh, kid, Max Boheme, he was 24? 23, 24. Um, got out to some point we don't know what happened but he somehow got overturned and got off of his kayak and we know that he eventually at some point succumbed to hypothermia because uh, after we contacted coast guard and they
2: found him
3: he had his pfd on and he wasn't too far from his kayak when they found him and um Of course, he didn't have a uh, dry suit, wet suit on or much of that. He just had, I believe, shorts and a t-shirt on, um, which wasn't adequate at all for the temperature for Lake Michigan. But the one thing that really stood out to us all was uh, he had a device called an E-PERB, And it's just like this little device type thing, like an electronic personal identification, radar beacon type thing. And I don't know if it was a button, lever, or something like that, but it was obvious that he had tried to activate it, and it had failed.
2: Mm. Wow.
3: Yeah. And so that's that's what really, really stuck with me after all of that. And he was the only kayaker in that group that had such a device with him. And there's maybe a couple of people who have radios and whatnot, but every year after that event, everyone is required to have, like, quote-unquote like buddy that they check in with every so often and then everyone else is required to have uh, radios and whatnot for the event and then you know they'll monitor um, conditions and stuff like that so like if the wind and waves are too much they'll just restrict it to the Manitowoc River and whatnot so but yeah ever since then that was my first year um kind of helping run a tournament series and experiencing things from the director side so like it was very much a, uh, a very eye opening <laughs> experience uh, for sure. And so thinking about safety and making sure that, you know, you're wearing the proper gear um, for the elements, whether or not, you know, you may think, oh, I'll be fine. You know, I, I can handle it. You know, think about it, you know, really think about it. If you fall into 60 degree water, Y- your breath is going to be taken away you, like your body will go into shock in like less than a minute it's it's insane like how quick these things can happen and escalate so just you know yeah just yeah think, a, about it. think about
2: about. here's a card that uh, uh yes you can put on the the american canoe association it, yep. or they have these and so you can use a sharpie and i put them on our kayaks. I have rental kayaks too. So we, we put them on, on all of them and they put, I put my name, but, but um, you know, you, you can put your name, phone, email on there or whatever. People can, if something would happen, um, they can, at least they know whose kayak it is. If, let's say that you lost, you know, I had a friend down in uh, when we had the first Bassmaster Apostle Kingdom. King. A lot of people know this story and I'm not going to say his name here, but yes. he had an inflatable And a flash – one buddy of mine, we were on this other stream, and it rained a lot. Were you there, Mark, that first one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember the rains and then the mud came? Oh, it was a bunch of rain. Yeah, Yeah. well, a flash flood hit back Mm. in those creeks. And he was on one of those creeks with his wife. And a flash flood hit. His kayak got turned sideways. He got knocked out of it. He had an inflatable on. Guess what, though? The cartridge wasn't in it. So He got sucked under. He says he's lucky to be alive, but so we were only we were probably less than 100 yards away. what well, we were on the other side of this, this hill on another stream, and uh, so he said he's lucky to make it. So you got to always check those little things like that, um, because you just never know. Uh, what, I i wear a uh a chest PFD, I though yeah. I, I just don't trust having them, I just don't, I, I don't
1: trust them neither because I i actually got a couple of them and. I had to replace a cartridge like every three, two to three years. Yeah. Yeah. So you, your life ain't worth a yeah. cartridge being bad and you don't know it's bad, you know?
2: Yeah. Like you can get an NRS or something like that, you know, or a bass, bass products are good ones too. But, um, and the other cool. thing is it'll, uh, you know, we're talking about rain gear, but it also keep you warmer when it's cold. Um, the other thing is like we're fishing backwaters and you're around trees and branches that are sharp. It'll, it'll protect you that way. You know, there's a lot of different. I, I
0: have a coke, tat one, and it's got like a yeah the hand warmers, like you put uh-huh. them in there. And it's got like inside my PFD. It's yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, you just
2: feel I more like protected. It. it seems like too, but yeah, I see yeah. a lot of people with them, and I I just I just don't I just don't try. And I've worn one a PFT since the beginning. I know we're talking about rain gear here, but that can be part of your gear that you have on. And you know, oh. the other thing is, um, you can you can wear it over a raincoat. Yeah. and your poncho can go over the top of your life jacket, you know? So, um, uh, you have, you know, plenty of layers there when, 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 it, when it's raining and so forth.
1: And that's so, something too with rain gears. I always make sure you get one that's, that's a little bit bigger.
2: Yeah.
1: You don't want a tight rain gear on you Yeah.
2: Right. because
1: like Marty said, I, there's been times where I just drove my Sims over top of my rank, uh, over top of my PFT. And, um, then if i know it's going to rain all day most of the time i've i've got it under my PFD. yeah you
2: no know, the other thing too with the rain i'm i'm thinking these things will be go here you know because oh, no know no. and you know making a you, you want to make a checklist so you can have all your stuff cuz you know, like the other day i almost went out without my net up there and i'm like i'm you you better have your net when you go to mississippi cuz uh mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I mean, I I told I put a post on Bassmaster tonight. I caught thirteen species of fish there, wow, in, including a brown trout. Nice, twenty-one and a half inch brown trout. Huh.
3: You
1: caught it on the river on the Mississippi yeah. River?
2: Yeah, nice. That's awesome. It's a there's a picture on my Facebook page.
1: Yeah, I, I seen it. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah.
2: and uh, it was like yeah, it was it was big. Anyway, anyway, what was going? I'm I'm so uh, ADHD here. Um,
0: <laughs> you're good.
2: Uh, if the uh if it's about wearing something the life ja- jacket I don't know
3: Gifties,
2: uh, yeah right. Here, here's another one I thought
0: of with the rain gears having a a hood that's sewn in to the actual jacket, yeah like I've had them before where it, it was a cheaper one, but it it just like buttoned down and then rain will get in there, so yeah 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 you, you mm-hmm. want a hood that's actually sewn on
2: to, like of, that's yeah. yeah that's one of the things that's going to be a better oh, quality oh. rain gear. I know what it was is, is, you know, you, you have a dry towel, you know, for like, you know, wiping off your hands, but have another one, a spare one put away in a dry area in your kayak. Cause that one's going to get wet and it wouldn't have, you know, if you want three even, but I keep a couple extra in my crate. And by the way, you know, I used the same crate for tw- over 20 years and I finally bought a yak attack one. So they, that lid will keep your gear dry and your towels dry in there. And maybe you want an extra something in there for clothing wise you want to have, wherever, whatever you do, though, have a, uh, I have one here, have a dry bag of some sort with all your stuff in it, in your kayak, and that, that will help, um, you know, to uh, keep it dry if something would happen.
3: Cool.
2: Uh, so what, Uh, I know, Marty,
0: you've got the bone dry and a, a poncho. What, what, are, what gear are you all using? Is there any that you would suggest? Okay. Maybe, maybe even a... If it's not one, you do have one that you you've heard is good. I guess for like a little
2: buyer's guide. Um, Can I say one more thing about clothing? Yeah, the absolute worst clothing you can wear is cotton. mm -hmm. Yeah, and so many people jeans and sweatshirts, and I'm like, what are you thinking? They weigh you down, and and so I wear these dry fit things. You know, anything that's quick dry, even the pants. So that's and I I buy the Bass Pro whatever pants, but uh the gear though I don't know i I coca tat and the bat the bass pro has a nice selection but any anywhere you go but you're gonna you're going to get what you pay for just like in our fishing lot you, know? yeah. you go that's my two cents worth
0: and find find a sale and get the good stuff even if it's not like yeah. like i I used to have the gill os three suit and I, well I had the bass pro. 100 mile per hour bib, and I had the Gill OS3 jacket. You can still get like the 2018 one for like $80, $75. And that jacket, it may not be like the most, like 100% most comfortable, but it will absolutely keep you dry. Like that, there is some good gear out there that you can get for a decent price.
1: Yeah, I, I bought, I went cheap route to start with. Man. I went with the frog togs, and, um, like, like Susie said, they're more rain resistant to me. Yeah. And, and so they didn't pan out. And, you know, <clears throat> it wasn't real, real expensive, but it was a little bit of money. So then I went with the pro frog talk pros. I was like, Oh, this is better. <laughs> well, that stuff didn't last neither. I mean, uh, so after wasting a little bit of money, Personally, in my opinion, I was wasted money. I I just broke down and got a real good suit, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, at different times, I bought them at different times because I just afford it. But definitely, like you said, sales right now, look for sales and and buy quality.
0: And make sure it has the Gore-Tex. And and shout out to KBF. I know they have a thing with Gill where it's 25% off. They have a promo code that you could use, so, you know, even if you can't find a sale and you wait till the winter and then you go back and listen to us then, I know that they have a promo code for it, so I'll holler at KBF. Not KBN, KBN, I'm sorry. I've
1: heard good things about the uh, 100-mile-an-hour rain suit, too. The The only deal is with it, it's a heavy suit instead of a lightweight suit, so, like, it's pretty much just for colder months than, than actually during the summer.
0: And I, I, have, I have the Gill tournament suit that I got last year, and they have like a cold weather one. Then they have like the regular tournament suit. I think now this year they can't. Every year they're coming out with something new, but that's why you can get the half off sales in the summer right now. But uh, but that suits. You know, I had the Gill thing before that. It's just it fits a little slim. Like if you're a husky fella uh, or a lady it's it, it can be like they're made for like taller, slimmer people, but I had like the bottoms altered a little bit, but uh yeah, but besides being a little bit too long, man they're they're just like you know top shelf good stuff Susie
3: uh, if what, I you recommend you know I mean. I haven't honestly tried many other brands just yet besides, you know, just a few couple that I've had, um, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the Bass Pro, if it's the 100 Mile an Hour, whatever it is. Yep. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about, like, other different brands. Um, I've heard some good things about, like, Aftco. Oh, what's the other... Big one. I can't
0: think of. Um, I know that the Cabela's guide wear at Bass Pro. That stuff looks good. Like mm-hmm. it. It yeah. It looks mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm.
3: Um. I mean, the only thing is, is like you know, like I'd have to definitely do you know some research and everything, and then yeah. just like the biggest thing for for me and other women, <laughs> obviously. It's just, you know, sizing issues too. You know, I mean, a a lot of times in bigger gals, you know, trying to fit into the women's size stuff, they make it for skinny women. And we, a lot of times we'll need the men's sizes. And a lot of times when we get those sizes, the pants are like, I I mean, the the legs (laughs) in my bibs right now, they're probably like this much too long but otherwise they fit just fine, you know? So trying to find like the perfect fit of bids is like the biggest struggle. I mean, I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I know that there's other ladies out there too, who struggle finding, you know, not just like size wise, you know, but like even like upper size, you know, like when it comes to PFDs too, like, Wearing, like, the chest-type PFD for some women just is not comfortable at all. (laughs) Sometimes it can feel like it's suffocating, so sometimes I have to resort to wearing just the regular inflatable ones, you know? And I've I've been pretty lucky with those. Like, I'll even test mine, like, after each year just to make sure that the cartridge, you know, would have worked and whatnot. The biggest thing that I have found with those is um is that half of the um life jacket will inflate because the velcro was put on too tight when i've like bought a new pfd so like what i'll do is like after i've gotten like a new one i'll loosen it up a little bit um i even put up a video gosh this was years ago when i had tested out my first inflatable pfd is that only half of it inflated because the other half was just so tightly on there with the Velcro. It just, it couldn't inflate. I was like, Oh, that's good to know while I tested it. And not when I fell out in the water or had to use it type of thing. So uh, yeah, little words of wisdom right there too. But uh, anyway, back to brands. Um, You know, if, uh, if I had money to, you know, spend or whatever, I'd buy, try to go in on some, you know, Afco. I think Sims was the other brand that I was thinking of. Yeah,
1: that's good stuff. Sims is quality, real, real
3: good quality. Right, right, right. But, if, you know, I could find a company that could make a pair of bids, you know, based off of my needs, you know, front-to-back zipper, <laughs> you know, in the size that fits my petite form, that'd be great, you know. So, you know, in a perfect
0: that's right and uh, another thing i was thinking about is the strap in the back i hate the bibs that i've had where it's just two straps and then you like they're sliding off the side the whole time yeah you know like if you want one in the back it goes up and then it has like a wire where Mm -hmm. it connects the two in the back so it's it keeps the straps i'm sure if you you know if you found a good deal on a bib that it just had two regular straps you could probably do something in the back but try to find one because, man, them things going off your shoulders, oh, it sucks. And it's not like you can have them so tight that they, you know, because then you got a wedgie and you don't want that either, so, you
2: know. Here's a, I don't know if you guys can see that, but there's the app and you can see the lightning strikes. That's called Windy. I've used that for a long time and it it's real time. And that's that's a good one to have if you're going to go out and you think it might be in a storm or whatever and have that handy. Uh
3: I use three different gear. apps.
2: Yeah, I have, you know, I have <laughs> others too. Yeah, that's the one, that's the one I use for lighting. I hadn't heard of Wendy. Yeah. No. And then the other thing is you can see the front. Like, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, you guys fit, you know, when it, fishing gets really good and that front is just right there, mm-hmm. this thing mm-hmm. will show you the exact spot of it. And that's helped me a lot with fishing. And I'll, I'll go fine. to the lake that I think it's going to be the best at around here and, <laughs> and do that. So it works really well for that
0: cool so and, and, um, we got in safety and that's awesome too and anything else I missed with with rain suits or safety you want people to know for for we let y'all go no I want to say
1: something about the zippers
2: yeah
0: like
1: yeah. like a lot of the quality stuff they seal up around the zippers because a lot of a lot of stuff don't you know they'll leak through the zippers and stuff and mm. you can tell by looking at it that that it seals up when you zip and because mm. I mean anywhere you get wet once you get wet and uh, if it's cold you're miserable, yeah. You know,
2: yeah. But, but uh, yeah, know know the weather, know the weather what it's going, what's supposed to do, and we can't guarantee it. But at least you have an idea what if there's a, a chance of some storms or whatever. Like right now, we got a storm moving in here right now, and uh, I can hear the thunder outside.
0: <laughs> so I'm not going. I, I know if you're a tournament angler too. I, I know I've been in some tournaments where because I know I have good gear, yeah. like. I know I've had a real advantage because some other, especially on local level, national level, almost everybody's going to have good stuff. But the uh, the local level stuff, I, I know because I've had good rain gear, like I've I've, I've had an advantage. So it, it really does make a big difference. Because if you're cold, if you're wet, you're done, man. You're, you're already beat. You might as well <laughs> take it to the house, you know. Anybody ever fished
1: a first Bassmaster Logan Martin? <laughs> I mean, that was... I was dry. I was dry. Yeah, in I was week. too. But that was that was a lot of rain, like three days yeah. of solid rain. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: If it hadn't, if they hadn't opened the floodgates, I would have won that one. I, I swear to God, I was on them like, like you wouldn't even. But we were upriver, and it was it was just money. But they, whenever they opened the floodgates, that I didn't know that because it had the weekend before it was storming. It was rain real bad. It was it looked the same but I guess something to where whenever they open the floodgate, it shut them off up there, which was really weird to me. But before that, it was like well,
1: – The Mississippi, it, it we had a little bit of rains earlier in the week last week, and then and the water came up just a little bit. And then right before the tournament, it dropped. Oh, yeah. A foot and a half. Yeah. I I struggled. Back. For that place, I mean, dude, there's just so many fish up there. It's silly. But it, – it's all decision-making of time and deal. You know, like, I went to school and fish to start with, and they were schooling right when I was there, and I could not catch them. Mm-hmm. The bait was really, really small. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't catch them. Yeah. And I looked way down the river, and all my secondary stuff has got boats all over it. And I was like, I should have started down there. And the next day, I didn't know where to fish, no chance to win. So I go down there and... Sh- and I, you know i'm catching them early and yeah that's how it was for me too and then you know, i yeah. come back up to where the schooling fish
2: was and finished out my limit you know i had a decent limit yeah, that's how it was for us we had 10 of us at the ramp and we all wanted to go to the same spot the spillway
3: <laughs> and, <it had laughs> dropped
2: and the fish were gone and so i i was i, I felt put myself in a hole for the first day put up like 77 it was in 38th and so i had i had the main I thought I'm going to the main river because I know there's fish there and that's where I went and I did really good there um and then uh, the smallies you know the mayfly hatch of course mm-hmm. mayfly hatches aren't good in a way because they're gorging themselves and so I just had to find one like and I had smallies literally hundreds of smallies around me busting the surface hundreds oh. interesting mm-hmm. I just had to find the bigger ones so I fished yeah. down below the little ones and that's that's yeah. how I got them and that's how I Is that got that that this past ride.
3: weekend on the
2: cross yeah yeah. 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 You you just, and the guys that went one two, yesterday. Three, huh? I said yesterday. Yeah, yeah it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the guys that went <laughs> one, two, three were literally at less than a quarter mile away from me. and I couldn't see them, but they could see me, they said. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I didn't see another kayaker all day until the last 10 minutes. I never saw anybody the entire damn day, day too.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have nobody near near me neither. Yeah. But. <laughs> Usually, day when I'm like that, I usually don't catch itch.
2: Yeah. yeah. If I'm the only one in the area, I go, oh, man, it's not being very good around here. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Either
0: winning or losing. One
1: is, or right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Day one, it was there was five of us on one little tiny area and several bass boats. And uh, it was not good.
1: It, I, I practiced in that area the first day. I, I seen your video today, and I seen you going down to shoot. And I was like, oh, yeah. I think I commented on your – Did you like
2: so that, yeah so that's, that's
1: the shortcut getting there and I yeah. I couldn't make it up it so you know I rode yeah. it back going back yeah
2: that's what happened see I'm the only guy with those 10 people there I'm the only one without a motor and I had to pedal and paddle and I up so there. it was pretty rough me. they got a little bit ahead of me but then when they got to shoot they all got stuck except one guy and I went I padded. I said here comes a tortoise I went by him <laughs> and then, then two of them got me back and, and then uh but anyway i was only a minute behind after a 45 minute pet- pedal to get up there battle wow and uh then we all we all kind of shared that spot but it was but and we all worked together but there's it was a good reloading spot but yeah. they were gone they were just gone hmm. you know and uh so we struggled day two i caught day two was like a smallmouth fest up where i was at and then i got some largemouth, too, in there. but it didn't I'm going get to get into a smallmouth fest. Oh, man. I need one awesome. of those in my life. Yeah. I went through, I think, 50 Nikos in that tournament. Come up to the new river, Dan. I, uh, no, I'll pass.
0: It ain't <laughs> bad I trying to stay and, um, out of West Virginia, man. I don't mess with that state.
1: You can fish the lake. I, I talked to AJ and opened the lake up.
0: Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just fishing locals this year. My my goal was to I'm fishing three trails. My goal was three AOIs. It's <laughs> not going to happen, but I'm 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 close. I I I think I got one locked up. The other two, maybe. So we'll see.
2: It's good to set that goal anyway.
0: Yeah, I've never like every year I go fish national stuff. KBA, you know, KFL last couple of years, or yeah. and some national events that I just I never had an opportunity to do it here. Like I and this year I'm like I'm staying home. I'm going to win a Aoy. I'm going to feel good about it. And then next year I'm gonna go back out. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, I just picked one major trail and then yeah. all American and then the local ones. But it's almost That's too it's much that way too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't do every Yeah, you do. I do too. Yeah, every day. I fish every day because yeah. I still got to go to work every now and then. <laughs> well, yeah, I, had
3: hard
2: hard hard I had to go walk. I had to go walk cornfields today. Uh, uh-huh. Doing uh, checking some uh, wind damage, but mm-hmm. but uh, no, I because I'm retired, so I just go every day. Living a dream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate y'all being on. I want to give you a chance to shout out anybody that makes fishing easier for you. And where can people find you online? Mark, we'll start with you. Uh,
1: I like to thank Fishing Online, Native Watercraft, Dakota Lithium Batteries, and that and Folks Custom Crankbaits and. He'll paint anything if you send it to him. So Nice.
0: And Mark Edwards just online everywhere. Yeah, just my name on Instagram and uh, Facebook. They'll find me. Susie, how about you?
3: Uh, I'll start with, uh, obviously, you guys can find me at uh, Paddle and Fin Podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm one of the hosts at uh, Paddle and Fin Noobs. My... Um, Sponsors, uh, Kistler Rods, uh, Catch Products, Bassett Baits. Um, I would say Hobie Fishing Team, but it's still kind of up in the air this year. I don't know what's going on with Hobie Fishing Team this year, mm. <laughs> you know. But hey, I'll, I'll still always post a brag about Hobie, so you know. That's right. um, <laughs> Uh, gosh, uh, outdoor handles, uh, or gosh, (laughs) oh my gosh, I can't talk now. Um, online handles, uh, Outdoor Woman 84, um, Instagram, um, Adventures with Outdoor Woman is, uh, my other Facebook page. Um, I'm on TikTok every now and then too. I've shared a little musky videos (laughs) that kind of sort of went viral, so, you know. I have some fun with it, so, you know, I post
2: random stuff, so, yeah. Live once, got to have some fun. Hell yeah. Marty, how about you? Kayak Jack? Kayak Jack, and I didn't make that name up. My superintendent called me that because my real name is Jack, and I was the only kayaker. In 1997, I think I was the only kayak fisherman in the entire middle middle part of the country, like I made fun of for having little plastic boats on my trooper, and, uh... So, anyway, Bass Pro Shops is uh, my title sponsor, Cabela's. And I want to thank them for all they do. They do a lot for the kids' stuff too here. Um, we, we do run a very large kids' club that's going well. And I run, also own and run Kayak Outfitters and Guide Service since 2004, in about 20 years. And um, I have Yacht Gear, thank them, been with them since they started. Um, ice Hole Power for my battery. And, uh, attorney X, they, I mean, they, they power us and get us on, you know, we, we they kind of brought everybody together with that technology Dwayne always got there. Yeah. During they, COVID that, that made yeah, it all possible. That was, that was amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember back when we did it with paper and pencil, that little card you filled it out <laughs> for, even before the camera stuff, we didn't do the picture. Wow. Um, no. and then, uh, um, uh, I'm trying to think I, I said kayak checks out there, didn't I? Yes, sir. And, and oh, and bending branches. Uh, I've been with them quite a while, uh, as well. And and uh, I thank my wife who lets me do all this. You know,
0: smart man. I yeah, like
2: she, it. She she uh, she. If it wasn't for her. I probably wouldn't probably. I mean, get to go. And then she she's still working, so I can keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no.
0: Susie, th- thank your husband for letting us borrow oh. you for a little bit. And Mark, th- thank yeah. your your one horned goat. And another thing. He he uh, passed away. He's not around. Oh, anymore. that's right. I'm sorry, man. I mean <laughs> to bring up my goat. That's I so miss
1: him. I I need another goat.
2: Like <laughs> Did
0: you really?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I was gonna say too, I got a YouTube channel, Kayak Jack, and then Facebook, Instagram, uh all all that good social media stuff. And, and I know that's kind of our platform, all of us as anglers and people love to hear the stories, you know. Yeah. So
0: but I appreciate y'all being on. I'll shout out Zee Pro. I, I know everybody's... Mm-hmm. Seems like everybody's got battery sponsors. Man, I love having them over. I love it, like, covering so much water. And, and man, I, I I ran it out one time, but, you know, that was my fault because I was at 100% all day. I went, like... I don't even... I don't even know how far I went, but it was a ridiculous amount of distance. And uh, but yeah, I I, I love my battery and love my motor, so I, I appreciate it. But thank y'all for being on, and yep. and thanks to everybody for listening. And we'll see y'all again next week. Absolutely, Have a good thank you. Thanks, I yeah, guys.